Buenos Nachos Amigos, and welcome to another fantastic episode of Record Breakers. I'm Petey Brave, your man with no plan. Here with me, as always, is my crew, my team. We've got Brett. Bone, 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 bone. We've got bone. Patrick. And we've got Drew. Hey. <laughs> uh, we're here, of course. Like every week, we are sharing music. We do our thing, sharing music with each other. We're doing our little book club for music thing uh, called Record Breakers. Uh, discussing, talking, doing the thing. Uh, the one providing the music this week is Drew. Drew, what do you got for us this week? Um. Well, seeing as how the summer has been going thus far... And into the fall, and into well, let, let let's not talk about football. Um, we won't go farther than the fall. Um, I had to bring something from Cleveland, Ohio, so I decided to go with what by many is considered one of uh, the better musical acts come out of Cleveland. Um, especially in especially in hip hop. <laughs> Um, and that's East 1999 Eternal from Bone Thugs and Harmony. Mm-hmm. Uh, nice way to close out our our sequel to Hip Hop Month. Uh, I'll start with uh, Brett. Hip Hop Month 2, Electric Boogaloo. Yes. Uh, Brett, what were your expectations coming into this album? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's not good expectations. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. I've... Did, no, did, did, you, did you get did you take it a bad hit because <laughs> but uh, this album is for bud smokers only and i'm a butt right. smoker all right <laughs> uh, no right. Th- i'm i'm very familiar with this album uh, i was exposed to this uh, uh quite a bit um i never really dug deep into it i mean i i, I was familiar with uh most of the singles um uh, there, there were a couple songs that got pounded into my head, thanks to uh, music television. But uh, no, for like I, I had some idea what I was in for, but not much. Mm-hmm. Uh, Patrick, what were your expectations coming into this album? Probably less familiar than Brad. Like I know who Bones are, song or two. Where, Patrick? Where are you, Patrick? Where am I? Hi. I, I can hear you, but you are off in the distance. Like, apparently, my audio. <laughs> you're very, very you, you, you're coming through clear, but just quiet. Just quiet. How's that? There you that go. Any better? Yeah. We'll apparently, be. my mic is quiet. All right. Um, what, what were your expectations? So, uh, less familiar than Brett, but still, you know, familiar with the group and sort of the general sound and. I think everyone over the age of, you know, 28's heard first of the month at least once in their life. It was kind of there for a while. Um, so I've heard a little bit, but uh, this was my first time really digging into them. Mm-hmm. Um, Drew, um, I'll, I'll do it now. Drew, uh, I, must, I must apologize to you uh, because uh, due to my uh, putting off uh, our posting our last couple of episodes by a week due to like being busy and lazy um due to that uh if it wasn't for that this episode would have been released on the first of the month uh oh, oh man 
Unfortunately, that's all my fault, and I apologize to you for that. Uh, but yeah, musical style. How would you describe this album musically? Funny happenstance. Um, no, but Bone Dogs and Harmony is sort of known in rap and hip hop for that last word in their name, the harmony. In in rap, in hip hop, the singing, the rapping, I should say, is usually done for rhythmic effect. You you're doing the rhyming scheme based all on rhythm, right? Um, Bone Dogs and Harmony has a lot of uh, singing style to it. Um, it is a unison uh, rapping done with actual surprise um, pitch. There's a lot of like Sing J style to a lot of it as well. Um, and that adds something really kind of cool to the style. Lyrically, they're... They were discovered by Easy E, so if you understand Easy E and NWA and like that era of hip hop, you're not getting something lyrically that's super far removed, but it has a little twinge different. The since the rhyme schemes also utilize harmonies, the beats have this utilize this more foreboding tone to them, um, which is really kind of cool. And it lends this difference to the record itself, which is really nice. You have things like the normal gangster rap tropes, drugs, death, dealing, gangbanging, living poor in the inner city. But it takes this more foreboding tone at times, Um, whereas some, some other artists are more jubilant in certain things. I feel like... And we'll get into which songs I feel like do that the best. Um, But this takes a very, like, downtrodden, like, yeah, no, like, this is who we are. We're not going to shy away from it. But there's also something, like, a little darker about it, which I think is kind of cool to what Bone Thugs' sound is. Yeah. Uh, Like, a couple episodes we we mentioned uh, Nerdcore Adjacent with Watsky. Uh, Mm -hmm. You would say with Bone Thugs, uh, there were Horrorcore Adjacent. (laughs) Yeah. Like before, like uh, horrorcore was like a big thing. Like yeah. they were utilizing piano and, and ghetto boys. sound effects that were very much like if you t- took their rapping out of it, there are parts of the beat that like you could just plop into a '90s like horror movie, and yeah. it would re- very much fit. Uh, Brett, what would be the themes elements that caught your attention on this record? I will, I will piggyback off of that and say there, there is, there is some, some straight up Castlevania music in this. Um, well, but uh, eternal champions, to be exact. Um, but uh, there, the, there's something about Bone Thugs that uh, you, you make it so you immediately know it's them. Um, it's you know I, I I I would call myself a rap music outsider. Um, but uh, so you know this is this is sort of an exercise in trying to find words for things that I don't really know the words to the things. But uh, you know it. What you get is you get the 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 complimentary meter and vocal harmonies and and whatnot, um, but uh, the the backing track not sometimes not just you know straight up video game sound of music, but there's some solid R and B grooves, um, but uh, you know lyrically the themes I mean you kind of kind of guess like there's there's not as a, a a huge depth of 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 what they're going going with here with lyrically, but uh, 
you know, uh, it's it's reflective of its time and its place. Um, but you know, when, when we start getting lives. into individual tracks, we can we can start picking that all apart. The the days of their lives, as you yes. might say. <laughs> hey ho. Hey, there you go. Uh, Patrick, what would be the themes elements that caught your attention? Um, so when I was when I was listening to this, I'm like, I don't think anything that I heard bef- that I've heard before it in hip hop. I'm not an expert on hip hop, but I've listened to a, probably a pretty good sampling of it over its history. I'm not sure there's much that ever sounded like Bone Thugs before Bone Thugs, and I'm not sure enough sounded like Bone Thugs after them. Like there are, there are more melodic people in hip hop, but the combination of the way that sort of the 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 specific rhythm like rhythm to their to their rapping and the actual like use of pitch and melody uh, is something I don't think ever really found you know found its found its place you know any other time in hip hop quite like this. Um, the music's pretty darn good it's it's like this is kind of the golden age of hip-hop like the sort of early to mid 90s when you you've got you know you know reality rap slash gangster rap g-funk all sorts of good stuff happening in sort of this four or five year period and this is kind of right in the heart of it and it is kind of a little bit unique and different than some of that um it's there's some there's also you know and and we'll talk about it more when we talk into talk about specific tracks about anything but being like strong and tough and all this and like you got a song in here which i'm sure at least someone else will talk to beyond me about like crossroads which is like like this really heartfelt send up of of people they've lost and it's it's emotion and it's like feelings and like this is not a time where rap had had these sort of feelings very often i thought that was kind of a cool thing but there's also like you know Songs about smoking a lot of weed, which is, you know, a rap thing that happens very often. So, uh, yeah, all of those things. Yes. Uh, I'm going to have to apologize to you, Patrick, because I may have cut you cut you off for a little few seconds, but uh, I don't think anything was lost. I may have no, excitedly... No, nothing's ever lost. If I, my voice is cut out, I don't say anything <laughs> it's just, uh, it's just, it was It was a moment. It's just that uh, my basketball team may have just taken a lead on, on the Spurs, and I threw my hands up and went... and affected that sound <laughs> uh, <laughs> I got a little excited sports, sports might be happening as we're recording this show yes just, just gonna put it out there uh, yes uh, alright uh, but yeah so talk, let's talk about some key tracks I know you kind of touched on like the dude going into the different tracks uh, Drew what would be some of the key tracks to zero in on well, I'm actually going to skip the introduction, um, even though it's a good introduction. But I'm going to skip the introduction because I want to talk about East 1999. Um, this, to me, is one of those perfect like sort of slices of what uh, a band is about. If you like, you can pluck certain songs from certain bands on any album and just give it to somebody and be like, "This is sort of a microcosm of what they are." And I think East 1999 is that. Um, the rhyme schemes utilize great harmonies between um, the different members of the group. Uh, the beat hits hard, but the piano has this effect that wouldn't make it out of place in a horror movie. 
Um, it the lyrics are it's about something real yet horrific, and there's plenty of references to Cleveland, 99th Street, St. Clair, the corner therein, um, and all that sort of stuff. So it's Bone Thugs. Um, it's Bone Thugs to a T. Um, I want to bring up Crap We Came. I bring up, I brought up uh, the sort of Sing J sort of style before, excuse me. Um, and I think the third verse, the verse that is uh, Lazy Bones verse, brings this to a uh, sort of front really well. Um, Sing J style is a um, song style that the words are very much elongated, not for the fact of holding the note through a melody, but to hold the note through a rhythm instead. Um, and I think Lazy Bones third verse in this sort of exemplifies that really, really well. Um, and, and the lyrics in it, like this is their album where like they got picked up by easy. They knew they were getting out of it, but like at the same time, they knew like what they learned, like in Cleveland and like, on the streets like that sort of paranoia and always you always have to watch out for yourself is even more so important here when they could be robbed blind not only of their present but their future if they make a bad deal or somebody does them the wrong way in this and it could be just as bad for them as if um they were shot on the corner of 99th and st Clair. oh look that came back again um weird um and then and then we get to the song that I think like everybody knows, um, and the one that uh, Patrick brought up, uh, the Crossroads. Like Crossroads is a uh, classic rap song for sure. It's made tons of like top lists of all time great hip hop uh, songs, and for good reason. I think, like Patrick said, it is a send up of uh, people they have lost, um, people, family members. Easy E is who uh, this song is actually dedicated to in the liner notes by name. Um, and it's about like missing them because they know that they were important to what they achieved. And it's not, it's not a glorious life out there all the time. The life that they led before they became famous and they understand that. And losing so many how they did is why they know that. And it's a somber song. It's a, it's just like Swagger said, it's a heartfelt move and it's a rough thing. And that sort of crossroads is one of those songs that anybody I think can listen to after they've lost somebody and like get it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is, those are, iconic songs that is an iconic song to say the least uh brett what are some of the key tracks for you um i'm gonna have to thank first of the month for uh, giving me what the, the closest thing to a sprawing that this album can give me um the the a true cleveland staple every morning everybody gets up from their roosters um roosters common common <laughs> city dwelling creature uh Thank you, Rooster Noise. You made me smile. Um, but yeah, this, you know, first of the month it was the lead single off the album. Uh, you know, it's it's got that hot synth wave and the, the keyboard and drums. Uh, you you gotta you gotta enjoy that. Um, uh, the 
the themes of uh, the the lyrical content speaks for itself. You know, it's it's, it's only the most important things. Uh, yeah, uh, but uh, I I also liked East 1999 um, because it has that like I was saying pulled from a Castlevania backing track music going on with the bells and the keys and the like you know i was expecting to end up in the inverted castle um but you know it also has you know that round robin feel that that uh tastes great and never fills you up um and uh crossroads i guess you know it's it's the it's the song that got beaten to my brain like that lasted way longer than the other songs because uh People kept dying in hip hop, so they kept playing this song. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, it was one of those where they pounded on heavy rotation on MTV, um, and after that, long after that, in radio play. Um, and uh, the the thing that I I I haven't watched the music video because I want it to stay pure in my brain is what it is in my brain. But I, I think there's some really bad CG effects and a really bad CG effect of Easy es face uh, coming out of the clouds or something. There's, then, there's the there's the uh, that and effect, easy, easy, and there's also the or something. <laughs> there, there's the Grim Reaper throughout the entire video, which is just long leather trench coat, black guy in like dark shades and like a hat that just keeps like disappearing through people like constantly through the video, which is pretty fantastic. It's a great video. Yeah, yeah oh I, I I might go back just to because you know it's is the nineties hip hop albums like go off on a, a very tiny tangent. Like there was that time where like everybody was shooting at super low frame rates and it was all skippy like your Busta Rhymes and your Missy Elliott uh, videos. Um, I, I, I go can't back and see what those. Ring. <laughs> but I want to I want to see those and see what they look like these days. But then I, I also uh, I, I, I like the we don't quite yet have the technology to make good digital effects, but we're going to make them anyway. I, I, I do enjoy that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Patrick, what would be some of the key tracks for you? Uh, the obvious ones. First of the month. Uh, like Like I said before, this style of vocal delivery is so unique and. I kind of wonder why no one tried to copy this because as all of us know, most music is in some way, let's take a thing from one thing and copy it and then do something else slightly different. And now it's all of a sudden new again. I'm, I'm amazed. No one has really effectively copied this uh, like vocal style. Cause it's really, really cool. As Brett said, there's some G funk synth uh, square wave in there. Got to make me happy with that. And just a, a solid hook, which is a thing rap songs need. Uh, Crossroads where we'll, you know, beat that horse to death. It's a great song. And it's one that, uh, I think, I think, uh, drew sort of alluded to. It. It's like something that everyone can kind of identify with, whether you're into hip hop or not. It, it is just a song about, about the people you've lost and, and caring about them. Uh, land of the heartless had a really, really cool hook. And uh, it was the the vocal delivery on it was really, really good. And like if you want to like really show uh, like showcase what that what Bone Thug style is, I think that's a a good one. Um, It also really and this sort of is true of most of the record is I like uh, the everybody gets a verse sort of style of hip hop where 
you know, you get three or four different vocals, you know, vocal stylings in the same track. And that's a really good example of it. And then uh, because of the, the content more than anything, Buddha Lovas, which is a slow jam about weed, not like a slow jam that happens to be about. No, it's like literally a love song to pot. It is like like if you replace all the pot references with a girl's name, it's the same song. It's so great. It is it's it's like the uh, the faith plus one write a song, replace the the girl stuff with Jesus and you make a you make a uh, a Christian rock song. This is take a slow jam, replace every reference to a girl with weed and you make this song and it's great because of it. Yeah, this record I believe referenced cocaine once. I believe they've said they said the word yayo once. They talked about, talk about weed Tony? in like multiple every other track mutations. <laughs> in like yeah. everything. Yeah. Hey, rap like music a... had not gone on to the point where people were buying tanks yet. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. No limit soldier. Yes. Uh, they did love themselves some marijuana. Uh, but yeah, let's bring it back around the horde to have some conclusive thoughts. Brett, what will be your conclusive thoughts on this album as a whole? I mean, if you've made it, I guess. If you're our age, uh, collectively, and you haven't heard this, like do yourself a favor and plug in your your holes. But if you're starting, if if you're building from the ground up, uh, and you aren't an old geezer, um, go, go dig this up. If you haven't, um, it's 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 a a time and a place kind of album, um, and you know it's it's something that is different from what you would get in, in with the contemporaries. It's it's not probably going to rock your world um if you're not into hip-hop to begin with but it's at least worth looking at it's 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 an investment investment with your ears Mm -hmm. and your brain bank yeah uh patrick what what would be your conclusive thoughts on this album oh this was a fun one um i think sort of the way brett brett said it it's it's an interesting album and it's genre it's unique it's not uh you can listen to most albums from this genre, from this time period and this sort of corner of hip hop, and they do all kind of sound the same. But this doesn't. This sounds unique because of the way they did their vocals and the way they they worked, you know, uh, harmony and and sort of that, you know, that sort of vibe into into their rapping. Uh, it's a good one, I think. It was fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is this is. A a well received and well well loved classic for a reason. There's a lot uh, that it invokes. There's a lot that it that kind of uh, innovated in in just in a couple of things in delivery and flow and uh, they weren't they did harmonies but they weren't uh, like they weren't uh, they weren't doing it like the old timey way like Jurassic Five did you know recently. Uh, they had their own unique thing. Uh, they were still speaking, you know, some truths about, you know, life in the hood. Uh, and it was, it was, it was, it's a class, it's a, it's a well worth a listen, uh, at least once. And especially if you are in, in, if you purport to love hip hop, this is something you should have listened to. Uh, Drew, what would be your conclusive thoughts? Well, there was, there was two uh, albums I was thinking about when we could have done, when we were discussing doing uh, Hip Hop Month 2 
which turned into hip hop month two month to yes. electric boogaloo um and it was it was uh this album and it was a little dicky professional rapper and the reason i went with this one is because i think this one's a lot more musically dense there's a lot more going on in this record yeah it's still a hip-hop record and if you hate hip-hop there might not be much there for you but i still think there's something there's something interesting that uh bone thugs brings to the table and they still bring it to the table every once in a while um when lazy bone decides to be in the group again um not things notwithstanding um but it's something that's just i think a really well-made package it and it's something inventive and it's something different and it it brought something new to the table that i don't think is patrick said it, it hasn't been done like this at the same clip since and i think that's really cool and they're from my neck of the woods which i can't really complain about that yep uh represent free cleveland proudly uh which is really cool uh but yeah bone thugs in harmony East 99 Eternal, uh, or as Spotify calls it, East Eternal 1999. That's right. Formats. Great. Good job. Uh, your uh, winner is you. Uh, but yeah, those are our thoughts on East 99 Eternal. Uh, now we get to our main event of the evening. We get to our haiku reviews. Uh, we get to sum it all up in haiku form. Uh, let's see. I'm going to switch up. I'm going to switch this up. Patrick, what is your haiku? Unique rhymes and flow from hip-hop's golden era. It's enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brett, what is your haiku? I'm out of touch, guys. My understanding is low. I still enjoyed this. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, my haiku, harmonic rapping and unique flow makes these guys eternal champions. Uh, I was hoping and, harmonica rapping. I want to. I want to see some harmonica. Get uh, harmonica get John rapping. get John Popper to uh, back Bone Thugs and Harmony on the next yeah, record. Beat, beatboxing through harmonicas. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, Drew. What is your haiku? Uh, the biggest product to shine the light on Cleveland. The land still loves them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and those are our thoughts on. Bone Thugs and Harmonies, East 99, East 1999 Eternal. Uh, So hot, it's going to catch your lake on fire. Exactly. Uh, Those are our thoughts. You can, of course, find it on our Spotify playlist. Play Record Breakers, the home game. Just uh, follow along. Try to keep that uh, updated. Like I said, I have a Google Calendar reminder to make sure I I keep it updated. Uh, So for y'all um on next week uh, next week's episode next week's album is not going to be on spotify unfortunately uh but it will be on vinyl uh b-a-i-n-i-l or you can look for it on the internet uh it's probably in a couple other places uh it's we're going korean indie again which you could probably infer it's usually what happens when it's not when it's me and it's not on spotify and you have to go somewhere else uh we're talking life and time land speaking of the land uh, lifetime land. Uh, so enjoy that discussion next week to Korean indie again, which I'm excited about. Uh, but yeah, 
Dun, 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 dun. Oh, not that indie. No. Uh, you can, of course, find us all over the internet. Patrick is at Swagger. Br- Brett is at HeyBootyBearBird, H-I-B-B-I-T-Y-B-I-B-B-A-R-D. Drew is at X-Drew I'm a PD Rave. The show is at 4 Record Breakers. That's the number 4 Record Breakers. RecordBreakersPodcast.com. RecordBreakersPodcast at gmail.com if you want to email us. Uh, Rebelli.net for this and other shows. Rebelli TV on YouTube, Twitch. Uh, follow us iTunes, Stitcher, all over the place. Like, share. Uh, do all the things. Uh, the Heat are in a tight game with the Spurs right now. I'm freaking out dating this recording. I'm sorry. Uh, but until next time, hasta los huevos. Toodaloo. Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>